I was just thinking about real estate and I was actually just reading an article uh, mm -hmm. just to kind of like finish off what we were talking about earlier. Uh, <clears throat> is really, so is there a recession coming? Is there not a recession coming or what are we like, is like, what's the inflation or what's your take on this? So I, I won't claim to be an expert on whether or not a recession is coming um, for the, the audience and the viewers. I'm 23. And so, you know, I've been in real estate the last five years, especially on the single family side, residential side. But what I've been seeing and I, and I listen to a lot of podcasts is that we're getting close. I think if the GDP goes down uh, a little bit more, I think we'll, we'll get closer to a recession. But I think with the rising interest rates, I mean, that's what the feds are aiming for, right? They're aiming to, to stop inflation and they're aiming to, uh, I don't, I wouldn't say get us through a recession, but I would say stop inflation hundred percent. Right. And that in turn will cause a recession right? Um, with Biden pumping in as much as he pumped in in, in 2020, right. there was consequences and the consequences are, you know, pumping is like, put, like printing a lot of money, right? Printing a lot of money, stimulus mm -hmm. checks, doing this, doing that. I don't know if I saw an article the other day where he was mm -hmm. going to give some money, more money to some California people or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, if he does that, it's it's completely. It or like they're getting like stimulus. I think I saw that too. Like they're getting like stimulus, yeah. like a thousand dollars for like inflation or something like that. Or it makes no sense. It, <laughs> it's completely why we're here right now. Gas right. prices are sky high, and and I think you know if he keeps pumping more money into the into the economy, it's just going to be more of a stimulus for a recession. And I think it'll come sooner mm -hmm. rather than later. Because I th I think about it the same way. Like if you have more of something that's like okay, so it's like worth a dollar, but now you have like. A thousand of them it's mm -hmm. you know that dollar is like worth a little less and you care more you know, I don't know. it's or like it's <laughs> it's good to have liquidity right now i would say um you know i don't want to i don't want to be on grant cardone's uh <laughs> you know side when it comes to cash is trash i would say right. listen you need to have cash in the bank Liqui liquidity is if you have access to it please keep it that way but if if you know Why, if you have and because a lot of people are saying that, like, just like you got to get rid of the dollar, especially like crypto people. <laughs> so you got to get well, rid of the dollar. <laughs> those people are already living in like the future in metaverse. Right. You know, they don't even care about the normal Right, right. 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 Sure. They're not even human anymore. <laughs> yeah, I can. You know, listen, those, those people right now wish they had some cash in the bank with all they That's got true. their Bitcoin that went That's super true. low. But oh, yeah. no, you, you need access to liquidity because right now especially if you're in real estate, um, there's there's going to be a massive opportunity to buy assets at a discount just because people you right now, so? yeah, 100%. Uh, re when recessions happen, even in 08, man, there's a massive opportunity to buy real estate. And uh, that's exactly what we're doing over here at MP Capital. We're we're pulling together investors to, to buy multifamily assets. We haven't taken one down yet. I don't want mm -hmm. you guys to think I'm an expert or anything in it, but <laughs> It's so you've done the whole houses stuff. I mean, you've done flipping for five years, flipping for five years, or like doing real yeah, estate investing. Yeah, we've done. A, <laughs> yeah, we've done that. Yeah. So we've, and to be fair, uh, I started in 2017. I've yet to see a recession, and we're not quite in a recession yet. I think right. in the next, yeah, maybe in the next quarter, the quarter after, I would say mid 2023, we might dip into a recession. It takes a minute. There. Especially yeah. if they just keep trying to fix it and fix it and fix it. Yeah, it, it'll trickle down eventually, but uh, we're not quite there yet. So, um, and it's it's moving slowly from a seller's market, but right in the middle, and then a buyer's market. And if the Feds keep raising the interest rates, it'll slowly start to move more closer to a buyer's market and go from there. Because I, I saw that, I saw that. Like this is probably like the nerdiest conversation people are hearing. But like, <laughs> that's uh, fun. Uh, yeah. Um, I saw that wow. the mortgage interest rates like hit like a peak high right now or something like that and that creates like a, a, what is it a selling market what is it or yeah the mortgage in the again the 10-year treasury i think is at 3.25 i think it's raising sofers uh I, I don't know what the sofers are currently but you know what is the sofer is a the standard overnight financing rate it's more so of the day-by-day -day interest <laughs> rates um but typically right now with the mortgage rates the federal interest rate uh, you know, inclining, I would say that, you know, people are going to have to sell. They can't refinance out of their loans. Um, people get bridge loans in multifamily and they can't refinance out of them because of the debt service coverage ratio. They just can't, you know, they have to hit a certain uh, yield and they're not hitting that yield. Mm -hmm. um, so they're going to have to stay in those loans a little bit longer. Who knows what's going to happen? Maybe they go to foreclosure. Maybe they default. do this, they do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're going to have to default. I mean, uh, if you bought a property and, and you didn't buy it right, 
like two years ago and you're trying to refinance out now, there's you're probably going to be screwed and you're going to have to sell it to someone like us. Two years later. You're not feeling that till two years later. <clears throat> well, it just depends. Uh, exactly. It depends if you're buying multifamily or if you're buying single family. Single family, they probably feel it a lot sooner. They're probably trying to refinance within six months after they bought it and renovated it. But if multifamily, um, they have what's called bridge loans where uh, you use a bridge loan. It's about three to five years and you use that to renovate the property, get it where it needs to be, get the cash flow coming in, increase the NOI. In single family, this takes six months. In multifamily, it can take a few years, is my point. Right, okay. So when it gets to uh, the end of that bridge loan, the end of that that loan cycle, they want to move into more of a a 30-year amortization where it's a Fannie or Freddie Mac. Mm -hmm. But those loans, these other loans have strict requirements, right? You have to have, uh, some of the terms are called 90 for 90, 90 days of of uh, 90% occupancy. Well, maybe when they bought the property two years ago, it was at 50% occupancy, and they've been spending those two years, three years, trying to get it up to 90. But when the interest rates are rising, it's a lot harder um, to refinance out of these loans. The interest rates are higher. It just makes things a lot more difficult for these uh, these owners to refinance into these other loans. It, it's a lot, man. I mean, right. but it sounds like it, a lot. Yeah, it is. It's always yeah. study, uh, and yeah. you have to. Yeah. Yeah. So why, so why do you study that? Like why, I mean, I guess my question would be like, why fam or cause you've been in it five years. So why family homes and why now do you think there's an opportunity for that right now or for, for multifamily? Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. So, so single family, I would say the biggest thing for me is that it's, it's, it, it was good money when I was like 18, 19. Uh, but you know, I'm 23 now. And for me, I feel as if, uh, single family was a great ride, but I'm I'm trying to go bigger and faster. And multifamily is that. I mean, you're talking about, right. you know, hundreds of units, you know, 50 units. Anything that's more than five is considered commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're just trying to go after the multifamily size of things because it's way bigger checks, way bigger deals, and it gives me it gives me the thrill that single family used to give me. You know, and and yeah, single yeah, family. Yeah. It, that company is completely delegated, operates on its own. We have a COO, we have, you know, a, a, a good amount of employees cool. there and, and it's profitable, but I'm really yeah. working on, on the multifamily side, raising capital to take down multifamily assets, what's called a syndication. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm still very new to that. Uh, I don't want to claim to be an expert at all. Syndication sounds even... weird. Wait, what is that? Wait, what do you mean? Like, like a syndicator? <laughs> or... Yeah, uh, you're a syndicator and that's what we are. So uh-huh. uh, we're, you know, there's there's certain amount of uh, properties that we come across on the multifamily side that say uh, for it to be formally uh, classified as a syndication by the SEC, it has to be above a $5 million mark or at least a 2 or $3 million mark. And basically, mm-hmm. if I'm to come to you, Leo, and say, hey, Leo, would you want to get a return on your investment, uh, 10%, 15%, 20% over the next five years? And you're like, yeah, man, it's way better than the stock market. Like, let's see what you're talking about. And I'm like, cool. Well, you know, we have a multifamily property that we have in a contract that we're looking to close on in 60 days. It'll give you a 20% return on investment year after year. Um, what's your minimum investment? Oh, well, typically 100000 but it can go all the way up. There's no limit. And so you put a hundred thousand with us. We give you a return on investment. We'll give you quarterly distribu- uh, distributions, and from that point going forward, um, you're completely uh, hands off. We're giving you distributions, and when it sells in five years, you'll get a, a big chunk of that capital or equity uh, based on however much capital you put in in the very beginning. So, Holy shit. yeah, that's, that's something that we're cool. looking to move towards. So yeah. that's so that's what you want to do. Like that's the goal. Like that's, the, <laughs> that's what we're doing. Yeah, that's what you're doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool, man. That's a, I didn't expect that. Yeah. It's well, a, it's, it's new. It's fresh. Well, I, I'm saying that in the sense of, cause I, for the people listening, I, I met Nick like at 18 years old and I've seen him probably three, four times over the past, like, you know, years and stuff. So it's, 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 I feel like every time I see Nick, it's just like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> it keeps growing. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Man. Appreciate that. Yeah. But Hey, it's not easy. And I'll say to anybody out there trying to do it right now, yeah. I feel I feel your pain because it's not easy. It's just, yeah. it's just not, especially uh, there's there was a big learning curve. I've been trying to do this for two years, right. um, and it is just so much learn. I feel like I've gone to school and came back with a degree, and I'm now just trying to get started. So right, um, all of these things take time, and hopefully, as time goes on, 
we talk again, have another podcast later yeah, in a no year shit. or two. Yeah, that'd be It'll awesome. It'll be, uh, be a proven concept, <laughs> at least <laughs> no on my kidding. side. Right, right. No kidding. No, that'd be yeah. awesome, man. I, 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 so, like most of the most of the guests that we like that I have on here, they're just like, man, we got to do another one. Got to do another one <laughs> at some point. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I'd love to, man. I, hopefully, we can have a studio and do it together somewhere you know, no in kidding, person. Huh? That's the goal. That's my goal, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, man, I love that. So real estate, I mean, so a syndicator is not a bad word. It's a, actually a good thing. <laughs> it's a good, Yeah, it's a good thing if you're a good guy with a good moral compass. Right. The SEC will come after you if you do this wrong, by the way. So you got to okay. be careful. That's why studying yeah. is important. And 100%. Done two years of it already. Yeah. <laughs> no crazy. deal. I haven't done a deal. And, and people will say analysis process. I've been doing deals. Yeah, uh, it's just on the single family side. So right. a lot of my well, time's been. Yeah. I was gonna say, like you, you have that company that's running that mm-hmm. by itself. Yeah, kind of thing. how did you do that? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, uh, 2017 to 2022, man. 2022, I fully delegated it, and so those five years were just constant learning. You saw the kind of the beginning of the journey, um, but constant learning, constant failure, constant a lot of that, and then just yeah. you know redoing it over and over and over again. And uh, every single time I re- would redo the company, it would be more systems and processes. I would learn what I what I did wrong here, and I'm not going to do that again. And like I would just mm-hmm. keep going that way. So um, a lot of lost money, a lot of lost friends, a lot of loss. Uh, <laughs> but 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 we learned a lot though. Right. Mm-hmm. It, you know that well. That's I I I think that's the route that most entrepreneurs kind of take, and that's kind of what happens too. You know, it's just part of the process. I think at this point yeah um, at least definitely. for me you know for me that's how i feel you know about it yeah it's it's like you know you're you're trying to focus on your future and then you're also you know trying to change and you know also trying to stay the same for your friends i don't know it's like a I, at least at least you know I'm, I'm in my 20s right now like at least that's what it feels like you know oh, like yeah. I'm, I, you know i'm trying to go and you know go for further stuff and then Especially with like the losing friends parts, you know, because mm-hmm. we got a commonality there, you know. I love everybody yeah. here, so so. Um, but real estate has always been interesting for me because, again, people live in these houses, and you're essentially how all this started was with you watering, right? Um, mm-hmm. Wholesaling is like you know the best thing that, especially <clears throat> starting on you know starting real estate people people do, and you were doing this at 18 years old. Did you like, mm-hmm. you, you fell in love with it automatically or, um, you know, I, you know, we, I had a mentor at the time and, and, mm-hmm. you know, how I started out and I'll, I'll kind of go into the story of that a yeah. little bit. I, I really started out working for this guy. I saw him on, on Snapchat, Instagram, and, and uh, I won't name who he is. There's no, just no reason, but I, I yeah. just saw him on Instagram and I was like, man, what is this guy doing? This guy's a freaking hustler. Like, I yeah. love it. I met him at a real estate brokerage event. And he showed me a check for like 18000 And I was like, man, like I was 17 at the time, just graduated high school. I'm like, dude, whatever this guy's doing, I'm going to spend the rest of my life doing it. And I'm going to yeah. stay in college. Like I'm going to try oh, to figure it out. That's <laughs> yeah, how it was. Okay. How, <laughs> that was the attitude. <laughs> that's how you feel. <laughs> it could have been, you know, I could have fell off my bike, dude. I broke broke my leg. I'm skipping college for the rest of my life. Like I, did, I was trying to find any reason not to go because I really right. just didn't want to go. Right. Uh, but, you know, from that point going forward, about a year later, right after I met him at that broker, he showed me that check. I'm like, man, I DM him on Snapchat again. I'm like, dude, could you please show me how to do it? Like, just sit down with me for an hour. And he was like, well, I'm really busy. You know, that'll be like $500 an hour. I'm like, dude, I don't have that money. So like a year passes. Holy you know? shit. <laughs> yeah, like, he knew I didn't have it too, by the way. He that's just, funny. I don't think he wanted to spend that time with me, which is fine. I get that's it actually, that's a, that's a good one. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, no, it is good. And yeah. uh, so going forward, I just kept seeing this guy just just pushing real estate, pushing real estate. But this guy was a unique person because he was wholesaling. He was a realtor. He was also working at a car dealership. And then he was also selling cars from Mannheim. He was buying them at an auction and then selling them. on. This guy was like a major entrepreneur. Yeah, respect. And uh, yeah, respect. And so uh-huh. what I saw him do was he kept posting this this car on Snapchat. It was like a 20 a 2002 Ford Escape and he kept posting on Snapchat and I'm like, dude, this guy keeps posting this thing every single day. And I DM'd him like, man, uh, I just posted your Ford Escape on OfferUp and I got an offer at the asking price um, and I'm wondering if maybe you're still looking to sell it because this guy wants to take a look at it. Let me show it for you. 
And, uh, you know, let's see what we can do. Maybe I can tell it for you because I see you've been posting it. So, yeah, no problem. He says, uh, he says, here's the keys, you know, meet me here and, and you know, uh, let's go sell it. And I was like, cool. So we ended up selling that car. And then going forward, I'm like, dude, I want to keep selling these cars for you. So for six months, we did that. And then after those six months on that seventh month, he tells me, he's like, Nick, uh, I don't want to do, uh, I don't want to sell cars anymore. I want to quit my, uh, my, my car dealership job and I want to go wholesale houses full time. Would you want to work with me? And I'm like, dude, hell yeah. Like, this is what I've been wanting to do for like the longest time oh since I met you. And this was like end of 2018. So, uh, you know, we started going on that journey, man. And so I was cold calling for six months. And this is another six months of working this guy. So for a full year, I'm working with him. Half the time I was cold calling. Then the other half prior, I was just selling cars for him. Mm-hmm. Well, for six months, I got no money. Mm-hmm. didn't get a single check. Because um, you were trying. Yeah. You were trying to, like you're talking about cold calling? <clears throat> yeah, I was cold calling, man. Yeah, the wholesaling. And- okay. I was, I think I, you know, I I just turned 19. I was super depressed, super skinny. I know I look skinny now, but I was even skinnier. (laughs) Like my eyes were synced in and things were just not going well for me. And I remember distinctly one morning waking up in my apartment, you know, it was super cold in my apartment. And and I was, I think it was around uh, February and you know how February gets in Texas. Like it could still get really cold and it was freezing. And I woke up and I just saw my breath coming out and I'm like, man, what is going on? So I went to check the thermometer. The thing was off and I went to go try to turn the lights on. The lights were off too. And it turns out that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm 19. I don't know how to pay all the bills. I thought I paid rent and like rent was included with the utilities. And it wasn't. so, uh, awesome. you know, I remember uh, grabbing the covers and the pillows and turning on the hot water in my, my bathtub to uh, get some heat going from that, you know, from that steam. And so I would sleep in there every single night. And then I, the in the morning, yeah. And then in the morning, I would get up and I would go walk to Starbucks and I would take my computer that that uh, was super small. It's like $150 computer. I would take my iPhone that had no service, but I had one of those apps that I could call from, you know, and mm-hmm. I would walk to Starbucks. I had no car at the same time as well. And I was doing that for about While you were months. trying to start your dream or chase your, you know, what you I was working to do. for the guy at the time. Yeah. So I was, yeah. but it was still chasing my dream. I knew right. that, you know, yeah. I was still trying to just learn how to wholesale. I was cold calling right. homeowners, homeowners every single day. And I was just uh-huh. trying to learn. Right. Um, and then finally in May, uh, after cold calling every single day at Starbucks. And I remember when I was walking to Starbucks, I always made sure to have $2.24 in my pocket because that's how much a cup of coffee at the time costs. It's inflation now. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but but Double. back then yeah right <laughs> but back then it was it was that and so yeah i would just do that every single day and then may finally a homeowner picks up make a long story short right, no, um no. we end up getting that property under contract as a property in halton city in texas uh, i got it under contract for eighty five thousand. we ended up assigning it for around 115 and uh that was my first twenty five thousand dollar check 20 and i had it five five yeah, I, mean, I had to I had to split that with my mentor, but I don't ask me how. But I negotiated with him for me to get the bigger piece of that. Don't ask right. me how. No, but but yeah, it was it was one of the most humbling experiences I've ever been through. And ever since then, I'm like, man, I've I've been through hell and back. It seems, and and obviously, I'm not. Uh, you know, I just was super skinny. I wasn't eating a lot. There's been a lot of other individuals in the so, entire time that's gone through worse. Can I Go ask ahead. you something on the thought, train of thought that you had, like, while the struggle, like, while you were in heat? Like, did you, like, because a lot of people, because obviously you weren't in a good state of mind, but yet you were still working and you were still doing stuff. Like, what is this? What kept you going? Like, what? <clears throat> well, that's the thing, Leo. I, I was, I... I was in a good state of mind and not by default. See, I was, I was listening to Kevin Trudeau. For those of you that don't know, look up, you know, your wishes, your command on YouTube. And I was reading every single day. I wasn't just cold calling. I was reading too. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I woke up in the morning, you know, I, I was in a bad state of mind. I was like, man, this sucks. Like I got to walk. I got I don't have a phone with service. Um, mm-hmm. You know, things are just going bad, but I would start reading. I would start walking. I would start moving my body and I would start listening to podcasts immediately because I had to get myself right before I got on the phone with the sellers. You knew this and you knew I this. knew this. I knew yeah. this. After, dude, doing it for six months like that, it was just like, okay, after the first 30 days, it's like, man, I got to do something different. And it's my right. mindset. You know, when your attitude's right, the facts don't fucking matter. And right. I knew that. So, yeah, to keep me going was. Uh, I had to get myself in that mindset. I had to get myself in a, in a PMA positive mm-hmm. mental attitude because nobody was going to do it for me. Um, so yeah. 
That's dope, man. I mean, because either uh, that just reminds me of like the little analogy, either like the the egg boil or it hardens or mm-hmm. I don't know what the other one is, but it's just not good. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? It's, you know, it's, it, people crumble or whatever, you know, it's yeah. that pressure that most people don't want to go through, man, especially with entrepreneurship and like, you know, like this journey, because it's really a journey. And that's what I've learned, you know, throughout all this time, like whether it's, you know, real estate, podcasting, insurance, whatever it is, you know, it's, yeah, it's a journey and, and it's cool because, and that's how I like this, you know, that's what we're doing. This. That's why I like having you here because you get to, you know, talk about these stories and this man, it's like, holy crap, like they went through that shit. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm sure you've been, th- you've been through any entrepreneur has. Yeah. Oh yeah. Makes, yeah. That's what makes it, you know, a very, your test become your testimony. And mm-hmm. I think if you can share it, I think a lot of people will get benefit from it. Mm-hmm. And I think you have a story to tell whether you think you do or not. And, exactly. Uh, people want to hear it because they're probably going through the same shit right now. And they, exactly. need, they need to hear that somebody got through it on the other side. Absolutely. And that's, yeah. and you're a testimony of that, man. I mean, at, like i mean shoot out 18 years old make or 19 making 25 bones you kidding me like yeah yeah it was 15 but but yeah it was it was nuts I, and i blew it all <laughs> oh yeah you have to <laughs> yeah definitely did definitely you did know? but yeah. that but you now it's obviously that's evolved and you know then after that you started your own stuff and then how was that like how is that starting your own you know kind of your own like deal cuz <clears throat> There was partnerships there, I know, and you know I've had partnerships too, which just didn't work and stuff. So how did you manage that, and how did you get it to where it's at now? Yeah, so right after I left, uh, my mentor, I, I told him, hey, you know, I, I really appreciate the time, and I, I'd rather really go do this on myself. I just, I don't feel like I'm living to my true potential here. Um, I left, and I was like, man, I'm gonna go do this 100. percent I started a company called Some Home Solutions with a partner. Um, that thing fell through 100. percent We we closed one deal, and it was like a thirty thousand dollar deal. And this is two months after I got my fifteen thousand dollar deal, and nice. I felt good, but I didn't get another deal for like six months. Right. And I think wholesalers start to see this. Uh, it's a it's called the default cycle. It's a cycle where you're getting a property under contract, which is, which is the acquisitions. You're then selling that property, which is the dispositions. But while you're selling this property, you're not acquiring because it's just you and like one other person, or sometimes it's just you. So while you're selling this property, somebody should be locking up other properties while you're selling this one because this is, takes just as much time as this does. Mm. But it's just you. And so now you sold this property, you made your money, but now you got to go restart again. And if you're not smart with the money that you made on this last disposition, well, you're pretty much just staying right where you're going to stay if you're not trying to build a company. You're spending that money that you just made on all the shit because you're right. just trying to get to the next level. But you slowly start to realize that this is a real big full-time job. Yeah, it's good money. But like, geez, you know, I only made 50K my first year in uh, wholesaling real estate. And I thought I thought after I made my first big checks, I'm like, this is never going to stop. But it did because I just it wasn't did. smart. Oh. It did for six months. Yeah, I didn't get another deal for six oh, months. Oh, my gosh. What Did that make you nervous? Like, were you, like, were you like freaking out or just? I wanted to quit. I mean, it was of just course. terrible. I just, I told my mom, I, you know, my grandma, I'm like, you guys won't believe this. Like, I'm going to get us out. Don't, like, I'm going to get us out of this rat race. Like, you won't believe it. Look, mom, look, look what I just made, you know, like you. Because they were telling me to go get a job at UPS. And I'm like, well, you know, let's see if this real estate thing pans out. I mean, I'm, I'm glad gonna... you didn't. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, so, so yeah. So that default cycle got me. And it got me for actually the next year as well. I just was not smart. And so from that went, okay, you know, I'm wholesaling real estate. But I don't want to wholesale real estate. I realized that very fast. I'm like, I want to build a business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it could have been a business out of anything, man. It could have been a business out of out of selling cups online. It could have been a business about flipping shoes. But I chose real estate, obviously, because I had some experience. But I was really ready to build the business. So I was like, okay, mm. I got to read books. I got to study. I got to write down uh, SOPs. I got to get standard operating procedures. I got to get systems and processes. And I got to start hiring. Mm. Um, so, in, so in the beginning of 2020 uh, is when I oh, – <laughs> In the beginning yeah. of COVID <laughs> – COVID is when I really started a, a company called MP uh, Homebuyers. And MP uh-huh. Homebuyers was like my fourth attempt at like a wholesaling operation. And fourth. this time, my, yeah, <laughs> yeah, in like two years. 
and uh it finally started to click for me um it was uh it was a big maneuver for me and i felt like i had all the right tools because i had just been through it four times already like you know I, I made some money spent it the wrong way okay let me not do that again i made some money hired the wrong person let me not do that again i made some money hired the right person but then i hired the wrong person okay that company felt okay so like i got really deep in, in each four of those companies but then i i started to to, to fall again and so i just made sure each time I started again, I would get further. And uh, luckily in 2020 to now, we've managed to flip over 250 homes. Uh, we did over seven figures last year. That's and cool. this year we're projected to do around two to three million. Uh, hopefully we'll probably end around the, the middle of that. But it's been a journey, man. And yeah. uh, we're just getting started. I know that we're going close to uh, trying to, to work on the, the NP capital, the multifamily syndication side right. as well. So we have two companies now that single family companies, hundred percent offer, uh, uh, delegated. And now we're working on the syndication with NP capital and multifamily assets. So we're really at the tip of the iceberg when it comes to, um, you know, a little bit of my story, mm-hmm. um, and, and what's to come. So mm-hmm. it's, it's exciting. I'm very you excited. Know, you, you know, to some people, listening, they're going to be like, man, he's our, he's made it, you know, but you're like, nah, not yet. <laughs> no, cause, cause this is what people won't tell you is that man. Yeah. Two, you know, last year we did seven figures around 1.2, but, but none of that, all of that was, I invested it right back into the company. And right. so, you it's know, so on paper, can. on paper, it doesn't look like I'm super rich and I'm not, um, yeah. you know, a lot of people will just say, yeah, I did a million dollars in fees or I did a hundred K in fees assignment fees yeah. but it's like man how much of that did you really keep uh, right, we're trying to right. build a business, there's business cause there's i mean uh they that's how businesses are measured here in the u.s anyway so it's like you know you talk about yeah. like, the volume that you're doing and stuff like that so it's but yeah no i mean it's that's but it is the, getting to two three million is a good chunk of money for anybody oh yeah <laughs> or uh, you know to run an organization to be able to you know do the things that you do like yeah you need to have some capital like and yes. capital. <laughs> you know? exactly. so but you know it just i watched a lot of videos when i was younger and like i would i would see these these young guys making 100k per month and i'm like man they just they just made 100 grand and like i, I did i started doing it myself and and it's turned out, we, you know, you're not making a hundred grand. You're, you're probably the, the expense ratio for that is like 60%. You're probably keeping 40%, but then the 40% you do keep goes to taxes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, half of that. At least. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, a you know, higher tax bracket for sure. <laughs> sure. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. My, I have a mentor, uh, actually the guy that was just on, uh, his name's on uh, a Vietnamese guy. Super cool. He's nice. like, uh, I, he's always, cause he's a financial advisor. He's like, he's always pushing. I want to pay more taxes. Like mm-hmm. that's how you, like, it's like, cause that means that you're making more money. It's like, I yeah. want to pay more taxes, you know? Oh yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, everyone has their own niche. I don't want to pay taxes. But... <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying <laughs> I'll be either. <laughs> Screw the IRS. <laughs> I mean, if you're in real estate, you should definitely be uh, doing some cost segregation, you know, depreciation. Uh, yeah. There's no reason to pay. Um, the only problem you're going to run into is buying a home. So this right. year I, uh, this past year on my taxes, you know, I, I put on there, I made a, a good amount of money right. and uh, you, know, you can do that when you, when you run a company, you, I right. could have claimed it's, the entire thing but, right. and, and I could have claimed like none a, of it. It's a business. You're running it as a corporation basically, or like yeah. bird's eye view. Like, mm-hmm. It's like exactly. the money and making sure it's going to the right places and mm-hmm. right off this and, you know, do that. Yeah, it's and it, that was a lot to learn as well, and 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 luckily we we've, we've learned it as time has gone on. I'm yeah. so glad I started earlier rather than later because I would just be lost. Man, do you feel like you're old? Because it, it's like 23, dude. It's like, and you're like, I don't like, man. So many people want to wish that like they're gonna be wondering like, how the hell at 23 years <clears throat> old? Like, crap. Like, um, no, I mean, you know, I I just feel like people probably right now they just graduated high school that are, or i'm sorry college that are my age they're probably just now starting their careers as far mm-hmm. as entrepreneur or just their careers in general um and i just mm-hmm. think that the only difference between me and them is not uh i just started a, a lot earlier and i right. think that right. there's no difference between me and another person man if you were to interview me at 18 i would act like a total goofball like i wouldn't know what to <laughs> yeah, talk about <laughs> i wouldn't have a lot of confidence right so right. Uh, I just think that the time in business is quantified times 10. So, you know, I've spent five years in it. I 
I've spent to me I've spent like 15. I oh, just wow. felt like I've lived a little bit longer, especially in business, right, man. Like right. it just feels like you're Elon Musk says you're it's building a business is like chewing glass and looking into the abyss. <laughs> no kidding, huh? Yeah. It's, it, it's a especially if you're the leader of it, it's I think it's a lonely place. Uh, you got to have what is the key to that, by the way, cuz obviously you, you seem to have steady growth and stuff so do you have like a foundation family or psychologist that you talk to or you know, you know I go, just, uh, or what uh, books reading oh sorry <laughs> well yeah no of course yeah you're not interrupting me um i would say um uh for three years i did it was up and down up and down up and down and, and by no means if, am i i'm steady now but what happened i don't know what it was <laughs> uh, specifically but i definitely got married and once i got yeah. Once I met my wife back in 2020, 2019, in the 2019, beginning of 2020, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, man. I, I We fell in love and, and going forward, my money just instantly quantified. And, yeah. uh, I, you know, I, 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 I'll I put it on her, you know, I, I, yeah. I think she did a, she did a great thing and, and uh, we had a baby. And uh, from that point going forward, that was like my why. And that's my why going forward, 100%, you know, yeah. going forward. So for me, uh, you know, if you want to get rich, get married, you know, like, like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a good, that's a good thing to do. And and then, you know, I have a family now. So any decision that I make is, is a decision that's not just for me, it's for them. And, and I got to make sure to do the right things. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of people counting on it. Yeah, for sure, dude. I mean, it's, uh, your why is like now just actual, like people that, you know, they're your legacy, you know? Yeah. They're, you're, you're making decisions based off of like years now and years ahead and like, making sure it's you know you can provide for them at this point yeah yeah it's a lot but but, you know if anybody's starting a company the best thing i can recommend to them especially if they're young especially if they're young in business per se go hire somebody immediately um get your vision down on a piece of paper whatever you need to do and then go hire someone because i guarantee you'll, you'll more than likely show up more for them than you will yourself and that was one of the things that I made sure to do because, dude, nobody's going to tell If I'm getting an office by myself and I'm in here alone, no employees, if I'm late, if I'm supposed to be here at 9 o'clock and I get here at 9, 10, nobody's going to say anything. But if I have yeah. an employee and I tell them to get here at 9 and I'm here at 930, yeah, they're going to look at me like, why, you know? Yeah, it's so hypocritical. <laughs> it's very hypocritical. And it may, it's a reflection of your standards, policies, and your reputation and you know, and so you got to make sure that you're doing the right thing. That's why I recommend anybody hire mm-hmm. someone immediately because you'll keep yourself more accountable, thus keeping them more accountable. And you'll, you're going to have to do what you say. <laughs> and it's hard. But I ha- they're going to be like, but I have to pay them. How do I pay them? <laughs> like- <laughs> you know, uh, don't worry about the how. That's, yeah, a, that's, a, yeah. that's some bad advice, but uh, don't, don't worry about it, man. Uh, that's, you know, okay. Well, it, I, I, I love that you said that because uh, I love talking about, you know, it, it's because you're talking about vision boards. You really believe in like, you know, I, I know you and I have talked about like the power of subconscious. In fact, mm-hmm. that book is you're the one that showed me that and yeah. has absolutely changed my life. I, I remember when you read it and, and you had <laughs> talked to me about it. I'm like, man, I'm so glad you read it because it's such a. <laughs> revolutionary yeah. book <laughs> revolutionary to say the least dude it's, yeah. it's amazing and and the how is like you don't have to worry about that like it sounds weird <laughs> like it it's, sounds crazy because most like we are like okay we got to know what's happening next like that's what our mind tells us but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what well expand on that so like what is your take on that like yeah i i'm really big on the uh you know if you imagine the end in mind and you go to sleep thinking about it dreaming about it really just just imagining the end but not the steps to get you there i think that as time goes on subconsciously the power of your subconscious mind talks a lot about this in the book i recommend everyone go get it um Mm -hmm. the 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 world will just create it for you universal god will just provide it for you but you have to imagine like for me with a multi-family like i'm just imagining the deal closing i'm imagining how i'm going to feel when it does you're still where you're still doing it i'm still practicing right i'm I'm meditating i have my morning routine um and i did the same thing when i was when i was uh manifesting that fifteen thousand dollars in my first deal close i was like man i'm going to take my family to fuck with a child uh, this nice little restaurant. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. This is how I'm gonna feel. The check's gonna feel this way in my hand. I'm just imagining all of this before. All the little details of it. Everything. 
everything. And, and if people do that and don't really focus too much on the minute details of like, man, I got a cold call. I got to make this amount of call. I got to do this. I got to do that. As time goes on, it'll just become unconscious competence where you start doing that with all your goals. And it really starts to manifest uh, faster. Sorry. That's literally on just the previous guest talked about, uh, what did you say? Competence or what? You, or conscious uh, competence. competence. Yeah, yeah, that's like the highest level of, or or one of the le- highest levels of like, like being able to yeah, like when you master something kind of stuff. So, yeah, sorry. Like, I just, you know, <laughs> when you learned how to tie your shoe, and then you tied your shoe every single day going forward, and a month later, when you're like six years old, like you don't even got to think about it. Right. Um, that's why it took so long for me to to make my first uh, check was just because I had to really wake up every day and be intentional with my thoughts to think, okay, what do I want? Because I don't want to walk to Starbucks right now. I don't want to cold call every day. What do I want? Well, I want a, I want a big check in my head. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let me think about that. And how's that going to feel? And how am I going to feel? And what is my family going to say? What are they going to look like? What are they going to tell me? Oh, you did such a great job. You did this, you did that. So if I could just imagine that more than like these little steps of getting there, it was just a lot better for me. And I think it would be a lot better for anybody else. Um, but yeah, you tell it, a lot then, of people and then, that. It, and then it just shows up. Somewhere. Yeah, and it just shows up, and and you know people yeah. are like, "How'd you do it?" And you like, and you're like, "You wouldn't believe me." And then you tell them, <laughs> and they're like, "I don't believe you." And then like, well, I told you. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, it sounds uh, for anybody that doesn't know that we're talking, we sound extreme. It sounds extremely bizarre and just like yeah. what? It's like you're doing like black magic or something. No, 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 no. no. It's uh, <laughs> imagining like things that you know you want and really feeling them because that's I, I mean i agree with that i mean i read the i read the book and it jo, uh, joseph murphy by joseph murphy mm. yep and, um, what and, did it do for you it helped you out huh yeah dude it's i mean for me it was like just the realization that i don't have to take care of like everything you know like that mm. god's gonna take care of that for me and by and then he kind of gave me this gift of having this of mind to be able to realize whatever it is that i want for me Mm-hmm. you know and uh for with that it was the books man not gonna lie i've been wanting to you know since i was little i've always wanted to do like writing and stuff and like i've always yeah. liked creative work and you know first book second book and then now three i have or technically two it's the same one one of them it's just rebranded. you know i i, I notice even doing a lot of creative things and i, I love that about you because i feel like you'll just jump on it you won't really worry about the minute details you'll just do it that's and what think, it is and that uh, yeah and that's what I, I, it's helped me so much dude it really has it really has yeah, it's, it's like, that's something i admire because i <laughs> you know I, yeah i'm an entrepreneur i'll jump into things too but i think i'll I don't know, man. I, I think you've done a really good job I mean, of just really the, making it happen. There was the dark personal side, you know, of, you know, realizing these things and pain that I went through to kind of make it happen and all that stuff. But that book, it's, you know, you want to know something crazy? Uh, so whenever you gave me that book, so I read it and then like all of a sudden this lightning bolt idea just came in mind. You got to write this, how to build an insurance agency. And then I literally mm. pictured myself one day giving you the subconscious book and then giving you my book. Wow. And I did that. Wow. You did do that. I remember. And I did that. <laughs> and I did that because I wanted to give you the book back. And at, at the first time, whenever I visited with you, I actually forgot it. And <laughs> and then I kept and I was like, man, I got to give this back. I, I just, I just don't like, you know, I, I told him I was going to give it back. I got my word, you know, that was a so, long time ago. When <laughs> it I, was a when long time. It, it was, yeah. it was, uh, I think it two years past or maybe, maybe yeah. four. I'm not really sure. But I mean, I, yeah, like I read that thing and it was just life changing because I was in a, a horrible state of mind. And there's, you know, going Me and you both. Other time. Yeah, exactly. Me so. and you both. And it helped us <laughs> out. You know? And so, man, it, 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 the power of visualization, visual, what do you mm-hmm. say? How, visualization uh-huh. is yeah. extremely powerful. It's so it's powerful. powerful. I'm, I'm super glad that, uh, that you made that happen. And I remember it because you were super excited to carry me both books. And I'm like, dude, this dude wrote a book. That's amazing. man. I never, I don't know when I'll write a book, but I'll probably be like 50, but this dude's doing it at, at a young age. So it's amazing. If you get the chance to, it's a, it's a fun journey. It's especially if you're in like a mindset of like expertise and stuff. And like, you want to like help other people, like more people. And you're pretty big and you've taught, I learned a lot from you, by the way, helping oh, people. Thanks. Um, uh, 
you know, once you, you, you want to do that, it's intrusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, because you're writing words and you're getting judged. But also, yeah. it's if you've always wanted to do it, I, you know, it, it's it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> I don't think you give a fuck what anybody thinks anyways. I mean, <laughs> me, so. I, I do a little. It's my family, like certain people, not everybody, everybody. But in this, I mean, everybody has a little a little bit of care of what society thinks. You might just have a little less than normal. Yeah. Which Probably. is a good thing. Yeah. Which is a, less, which less is a good fucks. thing. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Yeah. It's good. It's good to yeah. have that trait. Trust me. I, I, you know, I deal with it on a daily basis. Mm. So it's it's good to see that and. It motivates me too, man. Just go out. If I want to write a book, fuck what anybody has to say, just go do it. And uh, it's still very hard. Easier said than done. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Because it's, yeah. But I mean, it's, yeah, with that book, man, definitely, definitely recommend reading it. The Power of the Subconscious, Joseph Murphy, because holy crap, like, yeah, life changing. Because you'll realize some things about, ah, we agree. I mean, so have, when did you figure out when, uh, just, random question when did you figure out about it or how did you come about it uh you know i was really broke this is around the 2017 2018 time and i was in this i was in this like shitty half price bookstore and uh i just came across it man I, i felt like god guided me to it because it was just a random book that i picked up and it looked like a bible it it looked like a Bible. It was like, yeah. it, it was heavy. It felt yeah. heavy. The pages were golden. And I was like, this book is like a, a diamond <laughs> in the rough. Right. And I'm, I read books avidly. I probably, I probably read one a week. You know, I've, I've, I've finished no one shit. a week probably. Okay. Yeah. And, and then it don't think they're like dictionaries. I mean, these pages, some of them are like hundreds, like, I no, no, no. Like I mean, this. I mean, it's gaining knowledge and but yes, what are you reading right now? Well, it was just a little small book like this, and it's like this oh, thick. Gotcha. And then there's another oh, gotcha. book that I have that's like, you know, like this thick. And you know, like, yeah, so yeah. so don't think that I'm reading, you know, like super thick. This <laughs> right, one's just right. About, you vary. This is about credit. Yeah. Right, right. Um, but I'm just saying that just because you know. Anyways, but I just came across it in the bookstore, and I just picked it up, and I just started reading it, and I'm like, man, I had no idea that you know our mind is is uh, made of two parts: our con- our conscious and our subconscious, and um, you know, if you can transfer everything from your conscious mind to your subconscious, it's, it's what keeps your heart beating. It's what mm-hmm. keeps you breathing mm-hmm. when you're sleeping. It, it's mm-hmm. what people don't know, but it's what brings everything to pass that you're constantly thinking about. Right. Um, and so I was learning about strategies and ways to get things from my conscious mind to my subconscious mind. So that way they would come to pass sooner Correct. rather than later. Uh-huh. And that's what that book entirely taught me. And so <laughs> it was just a sign from God to like, hey, yeah. like, this is how your mind works. Use it to your advantage and don't forget right. Right, mm-hmm. right. It's it's a powerful tool, like a extremely powerful because because it works you, both it, ways. It, it works both. That's what I was gonna say. It works both ways because it's a yeah, it's it's a double edged sword. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they say. And it's scary. Yeah, it can be. You know, if, if you use it for bad and stuff, like you know, that's why you have bad people that are doing well and stuff. You know, like or if you could even say that that sounds extremely ignorant but well you know the, the people that are getting in car wrecks that are you know you, you talk to that person that's like dude something else just happened to me bad shit just happened to me again this just happened this week it's like man it sounds like something's bad happening to you all the time right and we've all been in that state of mind Correct. and in that period mm-hmm. in our life but there's seasons right for mm-hmm. some people it's their life right um and so i think the book just it really explained to me a lot because my family was like my mom, my dad, it was just right. like bad things were always happening. Right. And it could just be small things. Like they spill coffee on themselves to get in a car. Like it's just a fender. And, bender, then, and it's like, like a, it's like a down spiral. It's like bad things happen and then they keep happening unless you it's change It's a negative right. snowball effect. Right. Right. So it was, and fortunately for me now it's been a positive snowball effect, but I had to, I had to do a lot of melting with that other negative snowball. Right. It was massive. Right. Um, that's why, you know, when I got my first deal, it was one positive thing out of like a million negative things. So I had one little snowball, but I had a very big negative one, mm-hmm. a positive one and, and negative one. And so, you know, I had to keep building this one up, make it bigger. And then this one was like melting slowly. Mm-hmm. As time has gone on through those years, this one's right. really big. Right. And now a lot of great things happen to me all the time. And it's right. me just saying that is it's like adding to that snowball. Correct. 
Yes. Uh-huh. And I <laughs> got to say it all the time. It's perpetual. Like, it's like a, it's like a, it goes like, it's like perpetual in both ways. Like, like bad yeah. or good. Like, you know, yeah. oh, man. And somebody said to me one time, they were like, um, you know, Nick, you have to talk to yourself more than you listen to yourself. And that really stuck with me because I feel like a lot of times we'll just start listening and, you know, oh, you can't do And this is in your mind. You're not mm-hmm. saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. No. Why would, you know, how would you be able to do that? Mm-hmm. And then you start talking to yourself, you know, I can do that. No, I will do that. No, I guarantee I'm going to do that. So if you start talking to yourself more than you listen to yourself, majority of the time you'll, you'll, you'll make it happen. You'll instill more confidence yeah. in yourself that way. Right, right. It, uh, one thing that I learned, um, I love talking about this shit. <laughs> like, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that I learned uh, was I was watching, it was a show actually. Uh, I was watching uh, Tyler Perry. It was like he was showing around his like new like studio or whatever in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was like going up the hill with like a little cart. And it was just, just little moments like this. It's just like, huh like i see what you're doing like yeah he was he was going and it was like going uphill and it, like they had four people so it was a little heavy so he just kept the foot on the pedal he was like i can i can i can mm. i can i can until mm-hmm. he got to it and then i was just like huh like you're 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 helping you like you're you're, yeah. you're saying positive things and then therefore positive things happen yeah like, exactly <laughs> it's a good analogy it's, it's a good analogy. <laughs> yeah it, it would just remind me of that because i'm like man like <clears throat> It's like other people do it too. Like yeah, <laughs> all the time. And yeah, yeah you you just gotta you just gotta be intentional with your thoughts, and it's mm-hmm. easier said than done. Again, yeah, so. for sure, for sure. And that's I mean, shoot, like Elon. I mean, do you think Elon Musk practices this art of subconscious? <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, a good question. <laughs> I think uh, I think Elon Musk does what Elon Musk wants to fucking do. I don't I don't he know. Now, I, okay, Tesla. What is it? SpaceX. I look up to the guy. A lot of people don't. Uh, me too. You know, for you know, good reason. I get it. Whatever. You know, what you know, perceptions. Whatever. But I, you know, it's. I look it's, up to it's him. It's a. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, so SpaceX, <clears throat> Tesla. Uh, what is it? Uh, Twitter. What does he own now? Uh, uh, I think it's he, three, right? he probably owns Bitcoin too. Who knows? Yeah. Oh yeah, Bitcoin <laughs> theory and all that stuff. All the crypto stuff, man. Like. Yeah, he's 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 a good uh, he's a good example. Think, do you use Twitter, by the way? Do you use Twitter? Or? I use Twitter. Uh, I really just put my random thoughts on there. Like I'll put like buy, yeah. like I literally will just type in two words: buy apartments. Period, yeah. and then I'll hop yeah. off for like a year or a month. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, yeah, but uh, yeah, do you? Do you? Use yeah, it? I, I use it a lot. What well, I was just gonna say because that's been like a huge deal, uh, like with. You know, people like Elon Musk buying Twitter, and then he stopped using it. Like he's like the biggest like Twitter guy, and then for like a week he hasn't used it. So we're mm. all like on his profile, like checking if he's like said anything because he says some funny he, stuff. He he's does pro- use it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had I hadn't been on Twitter in a week or so, but I, I, I was on it for a while, like heavily yeah. every day. I, yeah. But and I follow him too, and he would post a lot of funny stuff. I haven't realized yeah, yeah. he hasn't been posting. Did you hear? Did you hear about the lawsuit? I, <laughs> Did you hear that or no? No. What happened? They were trying to sue him for 200 and something million. I can't remember the exact number. It's a big number for promoting Dogecoin. Oh, I'm wow. Like, Bro. And honestly, I think it's a, honestly, I think it's a, a, a marketing gimmick. Yeah. It, mo- it most likely is. I mean, you know, Elon Musk is, he's the most powerful man in the world right now. Elon <laughs> the richest yeah. man. It is. Yeah. No, he is. He is. Freaking. SpaceX and do you think we'll go to Mars? Do you think we'll live that? Yeah, probably. We'll probably see so? somebody there within our lifetime. I mean, yeah, when when we're like eighty or ninety, you know, I I think we're gonna see a lot of a lot of innovations technology wise. Yeah, you know, by the time my daughter's eighteen, who knows if we'll even be talking on a computer? I I don't think. <laughs> What is the next thing? Because there's always technology. There's always going to be the next day, like a quantum leap or like zero to run. I don't know if you read that book. Uh, uh, no, I haven't. I haven't yet. It's a. It's kind of like the quantum thing that you were talking about. It's like, doom, 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 like gives oh, me the, I need to check that book out. Yeah. Um, what were we saying? What were we talking about? Holy crap. Uh, uh, Mars. Yeah, Mars. Uh, he's uh Damn, I, I was going to say something and I completely spaced out. But, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, it's all good. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, but yeah, I think that we'll, 
uh, that will live. I think that I think so too. That will live uh, to Mars to see Mars. So. We, I mean, we have a you know, uh, you're you're in your twenties. I'm in my twenties. We'll probably yeah. see it. We'll probably see. I it. think so We'll too, see man. a lot of innovations. That's the man. That's that. Oh, that's that's what it was. The quantum leap. Like, what is the next? Uh, what is the next computer? Because obviously, yeah. You know, can you imagine like people back then? You tell them like. Hey, we're gonna be ha- you're gonna be able to do a podcast. You're from your room, and then you're gonna be able to see them too. Talk yeah. to them, and then it's all gonna be wireless through mm. the internet. <laughs> like <laughs> that's bizarre that'll, to someone back in like '80s. Like, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> that'll definitely uh, we'll definitely see some crazy innovations in our life, and wonder why it didn't happen when it was our age. You know, when when yeah. we were super young, and and we'll probably be 50, 60. Like, man, what are these kids doing nowadays? We didn't have that when we were young. Exactly, same thing. same thing, huh? Same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Flying, flying cars or something, or man, something. Dude. It'll be nuts. We'll see what happens. I'm excited, but you know, hopefully we're retired and we're doing what we love at that point. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I want to travel. I want to travel. What's your favorite place to travel to? Uh, I, I don't really travel. Don't? <laughs> I, okay. No, man. I, I, or where I, would you? I guess where would you wish to travel, or do you wish to travel? Do you even like yeah. traveling? Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I haven't traveled too much. I haven't even traveled out of the country. I've probably been to the neighboring states in California. Um, yeah. But for me. I truly feel that uh, I've been really heavily focused on on business for a bigger part of my early 20s and late teens. Mm. Um, plus, with the family, my daughter's super young; she gets sick a lot. Yeah. Uh, to be completely honest, it's just not something I do right now. But right, if I, right. but I have a goal. Yeah. Uh, once I syndicate my first multifamily, to take my family like on a private jet to Bora Bora oh, or, cool. or Costa Rica. So, yeah, That's I mean, I have these it, goals. <laughs> yeah, I want to do it big. You yeah, know, I want to. I want to go big. I want to. I want to. You know, eventually get to that point, which will yeah. be soon. I feel. So it's so what? Uh, it was, this is one of the questions I had. Like, what? Where is real estate going? Do like? Do you think that? Or or because you know people are talking about recessions. When do you think? Because Texas didn't get affected last time with the two thousand eight, but do you think that we'll have like we'll be able to like like it'll go down do you think it'll go up in value because cardone is talking about like a it's called a super cycle talked about like real estate is going to keep going up like do you know if like any data they're talking about with that or yeah um you know i see i see a good amount of data uh every day and you know i've noticed that interest rates are going to keep rising thus asset classes uh will keep rising in value as well what we're seeing with real estate right now especially on single family and, and a little bit of the multifamily side as well. I would say majority. Uh, vacancies are staying low. People are still staying in their homes, um, but rents are rising. Mm. Um, I think, and and what's also rising again is the asset class, the value. And I think as time goes on, the assets are going to rise so much in value that it's going to be super hard for people to buy these things on their own. And I think syndications will become more prevalent as time goes on. People pulling together okay. to buy these assets. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think right now with the current state of the market, especially in real estate, um, I'm no expert, by the way. No, no, but yeah, yeah, just what my, you're with, like with your personal opinion. Like my personal opinion is that we're gonna adjust to these current interest rates, and as time goes on, people will just get used to it. Like, dude, when when our when our dads and grandparents were were you know alive and they're still alive today, hopefully, uh, in the 80s and 90s, man, interest rates were double digits. I mean, they were at 15 percent for a long time. I think in the 80s. Um, and they adjusted back then. People were still doing transactions back then. Right. So I think, you know, uh, a lot of people are scared. A lot of people are worried. Uh, my, I, I, posted, I even posted to... like an article that's like some eight cities and stuff like that. Like they're going <clears> to <throat> lose their homes and, or not lose. Like they're like going down. People are going to lose their homes and don't get me wrong, but people have been losing their homes for the entirety okay. of, I mean, yeah. the entirety of anybody taking a loan out on a home. It's uh-huh. just people are going to default. It's just right. the defaults are going to rise. It won't be as bad as 08, but I think that um, uh, I think that again, vacancies will stay low. Pre foreclosures and foreclosures might rise a little bit, um, and I think that it'll provide a massive buying opportunity for individuals like maybe you and me that maybe oh, have absolutely. some cash sitting around just to yeah. invest. And yeah. it's a good opportunity. Because I'm in an um, apartment. I'm actually I'm in an apartment right now, and it's it's crazy to even buy a home right now. And uh, right now, I, like one of the things of why I got the job was, you know, to kind of work towards that and get it, 
you know, kind of stable income, you know, through, you know. Yeah, job, and you know, with 1099 the, W2, all that stuff. With the, with the rising interest rates, yeah. you know, that makes it harder for people to take a loan out to go buy a home. And mm-hmm. homes are going up in value, but also mm-hmm. the price of a loan to take out on this home is has gone up in value, uh, has gone up in price as well. So you're paying mm-hmm. more for a monthly mortgage now than you were, two, you know, six months ago. That's crazy. So what's happening now is that people that had this money to save up to go buy a home, now they can't afford the monthly mortgage. Now what they're going to go do is they're going to go rent apartments, which is why I'm very heavily looking at multifamily units is because Mm. a lot of young generations, a lot of young people, um, they just can't afford a home right now. You know, they thought taking, uh, you know, getting a, a librarian degree in college for four years was the way to make some money in the world. And they're slowly starting to realize it's not the case. Yeah, you know, you yeah, need to actually yeah. provide some value to the right. economy. Right. Uh, and so I think now a lot of our peers and younger generations and even people in their early 30s, late 40s, whatever it may be, are going to stay in apartments and they're going to be there as long as uh, as long as probably as long as they probably will be, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Mostly. yeah. I mean, it, honestly, it's because I, I mean, I've looked into the cost of like buying a home and stuff like that. I'm like, man, and it, it's crazy. We had some people, like they do like events and stuff here, and like we had some. Uh, they followed Dave Ramsey pretty heavily. Yeah. And so they're like, they're like, screw the house. They sold the house. They just got an apartment. They're like living life, and they're just fifty, and like they're making good money. Like, sure. You know, so, you know, Dave Ramsey is also helping with that. Yeah, Dave Ramsey's hurt more people than he is. uh, You think so? Yeah. (laughs) How are you going to save your way to wealth? It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. You have to invest. (laughs) You have to put it somewhere. Uh, Yeah. uh, But I'm, you know, I like Grant Cardone too, obviously. I'm sure some, you know, people that listen to this will be like, he loves Grant Cardone. I mean, I do. I I really do like him, but, you know, I I think Dave Ramsey's just, he's a poison. There is like a Cardone Ramsey, like, I feel like there's that, you know, that coach is like, you know, 10X, so you invest in real estate. And Ramsey's like, be super cautious with everything. (laughs) Anybody that's big enough, like those guys are going to get some slack. So exactly. Exactly. That's true. That's true. We're we're even talking about them right now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, they they have my vote. (laughs) Exactly. Man. So, you know, and that's kind of the whole real estate thing. That's, um, I mean, you know, we even talked about it today because you do you learn a lot of this stuff? Do you like study Cardone? Because he does like, you know, kind of multifamily um, home stuff or have you learned from him? Or Yeah, I've definitely yeah. learned a lot from Grant Cardone. I, I've yeah. learned a lot from a lot of individuals and operators in the multifamily industry. And I think that uh, they've helped me out tremendously. I think I go to a lot of events that help out and uh, I, I just... <laughs> Tennis. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's <laughs> hey, man, Grant Cardone's a lot. I, I like Grant Cardone a lot. So, oh, man. but Me I've too. learned like, a lot. Like, check I've this out. Executive from the little. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember when you went to that. I yeah, remember when dude, you went to that. We got to see uh, freaking <clears throat> Snoop Dogg. We got to see uh, Ty Lopez. Uh, wow. Freaking Sarah Blakely, Jesse Itzler. Uh, who else, man? Uh, the uh, Damon John from the Shark Tank. Yeah. That was super cool. Miss Steve oh, yeah. Harvey. I wish I would have seen Steve Harvey. We left too early. Um, but it was it was a nice event. Cardone's awesome. Cardone, if you're listening Grant. to this, please invite us to your house. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely is not invited to his house. Yeah, he definitely not invited us to his house. <laughs> to his office at least. <laughs> hey, funny, but we both learn a lot from him, so so props yeah, to that's true. Cardone. Absolutely, bro. And so what so syndication is the next move for Mr. Nick Robles. Is there anything that I we we didn't touch on, man? Is there anything I, I, I should have asked you on or anything that actually here's a good one. For the people that are listening that are just now getting into real estate, um, what is like the best advice that you could give them? I know you you talked about it a little bit earlier, but you know, for someone just, just brand brand new. Yeah, my my best piece of advice would be to buy my course. No, I'm just gonna have a course. But uh, <laughs> that's right? awesome. That's what. No. That's a classic move right there. Hey, no, dude, uh, you, you'd be surprised how many times I've heard yeah. that in mine. 
freaking oh, all man. the time from real estate. There's really a lot of real estate guys that do that. But no, the Absolutely. best thing, and I'm, I don't sell the course, I never will. But yeah. the best piece of advice I can give would be to, um, man, just just reach out to the people that you look up to that are doing real estate right now, whether it be on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it may be, and just ask, start asking questions. What books do you read? Um, and you got to have a teachability index of 10 out of 10. You got to be willing to, um, you know, just, just learn from them. And I think as time goes on, you'll put that learning into action and then that action will, will give you some results. And mm -hmm. with those results, you can go build a business. Mm -hmm. um, and if that's what they want to do, if they want to build a business, own some real estate, um, you just got to learn from the people that are doing it right now. And a good piece of advice would be to follow people that have what you want. Don't don't follow anybody that just gives you a piece of advice and ha doesn't even have what you want. You got to follow people that own real estate. If you want to own real estate, go follow them. If you want to mm -hmm. syndicate multifamily real estate, go follow people that are doing that right now. And I've actually done it. Um, and I think that's the best piece of advice I can give anybody is just to follow people and uh, and, and, and get a, advice from people that have what you want. Mm -hmm. OK, are you hiring? <laughs> uh uh yeah we are hiring um uh, if you do want to check it out you can go to our website submit an application yeah. there um yeah. it's at uh, mpresidential.com uh -huh. um you'll just submit an application there and we'll we'll yeah. vet you from that point going forward that's cool man you know i had actually one thought just one <laughs> random person popped into my mind since you're into the real estate game and all of us are obviously real estate newbies yeah um, you know how how would what is the smartest way to buy the house to buy a house so listen you gotta listen to people that have what you want and i I never want people to think that i uh that i've bought anything yet I, I haven't i've only been wholesaling all of this i've learned from um just learning man i i yeah. do a lot of wholesaling and i'm but i'm about to buy my first homestead so again i'm 23 man i, I should have done it sooner um but uh i think by the time i'm 24 which is next month um I'm really planning on buying my first home. So like where you can yeah. live in, like your your actual home. Like Yeah, first. this isn't okay. an investment. It's still right. an investment long term, but uh Yeah, right, but, right. No. Of course. So, yeah. But you know, if I'm the if I if I have to answer, I would say listen, if it's your first property, go take out an FHA loan, put down three point five percent and uh you know, go from that point going forward. FHA. I mean it's your it's a first, I actually looked uh, into that too, actually myself. I was looking yeah, at FHA. It's really, really good. It's a it's a good loan program. If you can get approved, I think you need above a, a 680 credit score and, and mm -hmm. you need a 3.5% down payment. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's what I would I would advise. I don't want to give too much advice on buying your first asset yet because I just haven't done it myself. Right, right. No, that's cool. I mean, no, it's it well, you know real estate. So but um you could also like when you wholesale, you can buy it, or is mm -hmm. there a way to do that as well? Yeah, that's always been uh, interesting to me too. It's like you're literally buying a home at a discount, and wholesaling is buying homes that are just uh, or what I guess you explain would explain. <laughs> yeah, wholesaling is essentially uh, you're you're going to get a home and uh, you're looking to provide a home to the marketplace for investors to buy. But if I go get a home from you on your contract, we sign a piece of paper together before that contract closes, and I have to give money to the title company for them to pay you out for your home. Let's say we have 21 days, say on that second day, right after we signed a contract, me and you, I go find another person that, you know, it's like, Hey, I'll pick the home up for 150,000. Me and you signed a contract for a hundred thousand before we close, before I would put any money down, I take the same contract and I sign it, the same contract to them. And, uh, then we go to closing all three of us, but you don't know about this third person. You just think about me and you, Got it. Um, okay. and we all go to closing and I'll get the difference. And so, so not knowing, cause uh, I, I, I was, I, I learned a little bit of wholesaling. So like the person that doesn't know, doesn't that make them eerie or is there ways to like help? That That's or? the, you know, those are the stipulations around wholesalers is that <laughs> sort of, you know, not knowing about another person buying. Yeah. Um, I used to think about it and I'm like, man, is it, is it really something that we're doing bad? And as time has gone on, I slowly started to realize those people are just haters, man. Uh, yeah. Just because, like, dude, you don't know where where you're getting your money from. As long as you get your money, I don't understand yeah. why it matters. Right, and I think, right. too, like, if you're going to go sell a watch, you don't really ask the watchmaker, like, what they're going to go do with it. Like, it doesn't right. really matter. You're just right. getting your money for it. Why does it matter right. where the money comes from? As long as it's morally correct. Correct. Um, yeah. yeah. What's the problem with it? So it never gets eerie. It just – and most of the time, man, they, they know. They just don't really care. 
Um, and we right. started, we really started to realize that. I mean, wholesaling is a common thing that happens now in real estate across the nation, except for Oklahoma, I think. Oh, no Alabama. way. <laughs> Oklahoma's out. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. Oklahoma or Alabama. It's one of those sick ass states. We're in Texas, so we're right. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, that's what wholesaling is. That's cool, man. Well, I'm glad that. Um, is there anything I, you wish I would have asked you, bro? No, did <laughs> no, weird. brother. Uh huh. I was just gonna say, man. I really appreciate you asking me to come on the podcast, man. I, from the from the bottom of my heart, it means a yeah. lot that you even think about me. And and I ah, hope, no, of course, man. I hope I'm the one you... lucky. I'm the lucky one here. Then getting to interview such cool people like you. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Thanks, brother. Yeah. You're always you're always a, a you're always a, a good person to talk to. I never ever get any. <laughs> weird vibes or any like you know anything like that from you and, and i hope you continue to do this i'm sincere about it i yeah i pray and and i pray that you continue to do this and you take it nation nationwide yeah. globally and, and yeah. you keep doing this for the rest of your time as long as you enjoy it and you like it. Uh, you know i'm enjoying it i'm liking it the whole finding guests that's you know the tricky part but i think you know i'm not gonna worry about the how you know i'm not gonna worry i can i can give you some more guests if you, it, if you, you know like. at you know at some point you know i'm you know I, that is i am welcomed uh i'm kind of you know building this as it goes you know this sure, is sure, sure. flow and everything so but hey, yeah well, whenever, I, I hope i get i hope i get to do it i hope i still get to you know continue to do it for a couple of years i you know i, I enjoy talking to people like you man it's whenever you're ready man like, you let me yeah. know and, and and i can refer people whenever you, you'd like yeah you of course yeah well <laughs> we'll be soon <laughs> i'm well, just kidding no, I, I, have I, a, I actually have a i yeah i actually have someone coming on next week for the fourth of july it's actually an old homie uh, hopefully he can come. Uh, uh, if not, you know, it'll be another time. But I, I'm I'm doing another segment on real estate actually uh, on the 14th, July 14th, which would be like kind of like buying a home. That's kind of what I asked you a little bit of you know what is it kind of tee off of that and going to sure. the other sure, way. So, sure, sure. Um, like real estate part two. So she's gonna talk about uh, basically you know how to buy a home and like what's the best practices and you know kind of expand on that. And I thought. It, you know, just to get, you know, kind of get both sides, you know. Hey, man, I, I, I definitely know the strategies, of course, but I just, yeah. I, I like to be authentic and just let people know, no, hey, man, hey. I, I haven't done it yet. And, you know, I, I don't want people to, that, I don't want to It's a sign of intelligence. On. You know that, right? That's like people, people say, I don't know, or like people don't say, it's like, yeah. they're pretty fucking smart. <laughs> hey, man, I want to show myself. Um, oh, uh, man. I was going to ask you though, so you're posting this on Apple Music and all that, yeah. all, or Apple whatever. Yeah, so tomorrow it'll be on Google, Apple, uh, Spotify, Anchor, uh, uh, all the major ones. I forget that there's like, you know, kind of smaller ones. I'm trying to get into iHeartRadio. I, the, nice. the, the building where I'm working at, um, it's like right next to it or something. So I'm like, I always nice. pass it. I'm like, oh. One day, one day. Yeah, hey man, keep it, keep it going. We'll see what happens. Yeah, bro. I believe you but, can get there. Yeah. Well, thanks, bro. Well, thanks for coming, dude. This is super awesome. Like, I learned yeah. a lot from you know wholesaling all the way to the subconscious mind, the freaking <laughs> uh, visualizations. People probably think we're crazy, but yeah, uh, real estate expert for sure, man. And and I hope, I really, really do hope that this grows. Your business keeps growing and growing and growing and. To, that all your wishes come true man i really man. also pray for you too man really hey do. thank you brother really appreciate that thank you for having me on man i hope you have a good night bro and uh, yeah. hey say say hi to your uh, your girlfriend for me i remember yeah. too. <laughs> absolutely well thanks for coming on to the late podcast ladies and gentlemen we got nick robles thank you so much hey, for coming brother thank you for having me <laughs> i would go man i'm gonna stop this and that is a wrap <laughs>